Bulletcast for life. Get up, get up! This is a revolution! This is our time to rise! Look deep within your mind, look deep into the hate in my eyes! We are the elite, and you are the weak, no matter how hard I Hey, hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You know who I am. I'm a microphone messiah. My co-host is a Canadian destroyer. Philip and Brandon are back for episode 209 of the Bullet Cast. And this Sunday is actually our four-year anniversary Woo! Yay! Brandon, celebrate with the people. Come on. Yay! Yay! Four years of doing this thing, man. Are, are, are you excited? Do you care? Are, are you going to stick around? Should we both just stop while we're ahead? It's been four years. Only three years and 50 weeks really matter. 51 weeks really matter. So next week it'll be, you know, my four-year anniversary. But anyways, you know, I, it's been four years. It's insane. I, I kind of remember, you know, walking around SF State. I just got there, new semester. And then you text me like, oh, I'm on this podcast. You know, you should go check it out. And then I checked it out. And the next thing you know, I'm on the next episode. And then we're here. We are here. We are here. It's, it's been great, man. It's been it's been fun. We've been able to do some cool things, man. But uh, we're, we're just getting started. They haven't seen nothing yet. And speaking of not seeing things, um, there will be no video for the bullet cast for the foreseeable future, ladies and gentlemen. I am uh, I am raw and emotional about losing the bullet cast championship. It's a title I never should have lost. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't want you people to see me at my worst. Absolutely. So basically we have to wait till Philip gets his championship back for there to be video. So wait, I, you know what? I, I may not even feel vindicated enough when I get it back. Well, I don't, I don't know. We, we have to wait. We have to wait and see. We have to wait and see how I'm going to feel. Sometimes you try to fill the void. And then when, even when you think it should be filled, it's just, just doesn't live up to your expectations. It really doesn't. It doesn't. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. All right, ladies and gentlemen, before we talk about wrestling, we do have to uh, get get the promotions out there. HD for Life. Uh, this is a T-shirt company we've been talking about for quite some time. It's on teesprings.com. So HD for Life backslash teesprings.com. Or just type it into the Google machine, and you will be able to find it. Uh, their T-shirt designs consist of Get Her Done 1 and 2, H-Dog, Mother's Love, Hurry Up 1 and 2, King H-Dog, H-Da-Get, uh, Mr. Pimpin, Mr. Sapo, and HD for Life Americana. You can get hoodies, T-shirts, sweatpants, tank tops, face masks, tote bags, and so much more. HD for Life backslash Teesprings, ladies and gentlemen. We were looking at some of the stuff earlier, Brandon. I mean, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty interesting, am I right? It's got a kind of, you know, graffiti aesthetic, a little West Coast Latino aesthetic to it. If that's kind of your vibe, go and check it out. If it ain't your vibe, you know, maybe check it out and switch up your styles. Absolutely. Absolutely. Those tank tops are going to come in handy once the cold blows over and the summer creeps upon us. And even 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 the spring, you know, so it's, that's awesome. Uh, guys, go get some HD for life, brother. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the Yokozuna doc, well, the first part of the WWE Icons documentary series, debuted on the WWE Network. And um, hey, man, this was a this is really good. You know, WWE, you know, we crap on them about booking and and pushing of certain people. The one thing that they always get right is production and these documentaries. I mean, they are this was this was fantastic. I thoroughly enjoyed this. I mean, because we know about Yokozuna, but I mean, really, like what. I mean, when I started watching wrestling, he had already been passed away. And, like, 
his his prime his heyday was before Brandon and I were born basically. So um Brandon, what'd you think about the Yokozuna doc, man? I thought it was very good, kind of similar to I didn't learn like too too much more. Uh I because I listened to the Bruce Pritchard podcast about Yokozuna and they kind of covered like a lot of the same stuff. But uh I mean as you said, the WWE network uh documentary team, whatever, you know, they do a fantastic job. We talked about the Bianca Belair documentary last week another good one this week uh if you don't know a lot you'll definitely learn some if even if you do know a lot about yokozuna it is always cool because they have like some good archive footage some family footage you can kind of see yoko uh before wrestlemania 9 just kind of hanging out with the family and some other behind the scenes aspects that you don't really see in other you know maybe more mainstream documentaries or mainstream uh, photos of yokozuna so that's that's always nice and fun and i kind of brought it up i think last week when we talked about peacock I still wonder if they're going to kind of take it back a little bit on the original productions for WWE Network because they do great things like this. And if they kind of take it back, I mean, that's definitely it's going to hurt the network, but they're making so much money. And us as fans are you know, getting a nice deal slice if you can take some ads for five dollars. But I mean, the WWE Network uh, documentaries are always fantastic. And this is another one. Absolutely, man. No, I'm 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 excited for you know we got Beth Phoenix coming. We got a uh, we got a uh, we got British Bulldog coming. So there's gonna be fun. But with the Yoko Doc, I mean, just, like I feel I really do feel bad for the guy. I mean, here he is about to have this crowning achievement at a uh, WrestleMania going up against Brett, who we we know how good and great Brett is, and you know he loses the title a few seconds later to um, Terry. Must not put anybody else over. You know what I mean? And, and Hulk Hogan was on the documentary. He got a little, he, you know, he kind of said his piece. It, it was all kind of Hulk Hogan political BS nonsense where he kind of, you know, deflects and says, you know, I had this idea, but, you know, it's not my fault that, you know, it was received so poorly and blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I was just throwing out an idea, brother. I didn't think they were going to actually go for it. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Oh, oh, Hogan. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Well, I, it, check it out, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's a fantastic documentary. And, you know, just his weight, kind of like, kind of like Big Pun, you know, the weight just got up to him. And unfortunately, he uh, he passed away. I mean, I mean, man, like if he could, if he could have just got down to a nice size, kind of like a, like a, maybe a Rikishi size or even a, even a, a, a Jacob Fatu or an Umaga size. I mean, could you think about the talent? Like the, the the real the real talented matches he could have had with certain guys, the, the good matches he could have had, that next generation coming in, like he could him and Angle would have been something cool, you know, him and Hunter when Hunter was on his rise would have been something nice. I mean, but the Anawaii family, I mean, they they've produced multiple multiple world champions in singles and tag team divisions. Yeah, and I mean, as big as he was, he was still athletic and mobile. You know, we got Vader, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. You know, we got some of those big, hefty, super heavyweights that were still able to do things. And as you said, even even if he, you know, was able to kind of curl the overeat and help his weight gain, he could get down to maybe even Rikisha or Umaga because Umaga, I mean, he's a big boy too, and he just kind of see that how much he could move. And that whole Hawaii family, as you said, just athletic, no matter what size. Absolutely, RIP to Yoko, RIP to Umaga too, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, but speaking of big guys, we we're going to talk about another big guy uh, later on in the show. All right, outside of the ring, Ronda Rousey's WWE contract expires on April 10th of 2021, which is the first night of WrestleMania 37 that will be held at Raymond James Stadium. Uh, speaking of Raymond James Stadium, um, is my boy is my boy Tom Brady walking out with another Super Bowl uh, trophy? Walking out with another ring? Well, this will yeah. be his seventh, right? Seventh or sixth? It'll be his seventh. 
Oh, hey, hey, Jordan don't got seven rings, baby. Okay, okay. So, so is he walking out, Brandon? Is he doing it? Stay tuned Friday night. Curveballs and chair shots for my official Super Bowl prediction. Oh, oh I, I can't get a little. Tell me off air. Tell me off air. Tell me off air. Okay. No, I can't even get that. The football team will win. And I'm not talking the Washington football team. Okay. Okay. But what are your thoughts on Ronda Rouse's contract expiring with WWE? I have not heard this. This is kind of uh, news to me. She's been gone for uh, such a long time that it kind of does make sense. This is her original deal dating back to last year being expired. It is interesting. People thought maybe we could see Becky or Ronda in the Royal Rumble. We saw neither. I haven't heard any rumblings. I know Ronda, she seems happy living on her farm with Travis Brown. If she gets the itch... But, I mean, Ronda's always just kind of a an enigma that you don't really know where she's going to go and how she's feeling. But maybe it's a positive that there's no fans and she wants to come back to, you know, no reaction because we all know sometimes when she gets a little negative reaction, Ronda can be uh, getting in a mood. She can be in a big mood, big, big mood. Uh, it's really almost been two years since she last was there, man. It That's crazy. That that's crazy. Just time really just flew by. Wow. And the sad thing is, there's not really any. I mean, besides the the obvious Becky Ronda one on one, there's not too many matches that I really like want to see her like really in. Like the Oscar one would be cool, but we if you go back to the two years ago, they haven't really turned any new female stars. Like Bianca Belair is just won the Rumble. Maybe Rhea Ripley gets called up, but besides that, I mean, it's kind of the same people from two years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's unfortunate there. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. How do they build how do how do you build new stars, Brandon? Well, you just got to bring them up, bring them in, you know, treat them with respect and I mean, Keith Lee, I know they had the the COVID thing with Mia Yim, so maybe that's why he wasn't at the Royal Rumble, but even before then, you know, you come in, you lose even Bianca Belair in the Chronicle, like they showed, or I don't think it was on the Chronicle, but I mean, she lost, but on the backstage pass, whatever thing on Fox, it's, I saw it on the crawler that this was her first singles win since November when she beat Bailey on SmackDown, which just kind of blew my mind. Like how has Bianca Belair not had a singles win since November? Like what the hell? And they just think if you have a Royal Rumble win, then we're just going to forget all about that. And that's not going to, it's just, it'll be fine. I don't know. I I don't know, but, uh, I don't know. I'd like to see Rhonda back. You know, I was critical when she, when they announced when the rumors started speculating that she, she was going to come to the uh, WWE, but uh, she, she, she won me over. Like I think she won a lot of fans over. So, you know, it's going to, it's going to be very interesting to see whether we see uh, the, the rowdy one, the baddest woman on the planet back in a WWE ring ever again. All right. Speaking of contracts, Buyaka Buyaka 619, the master of the 619, the master of the West coast, Paul Remy Stario Jr., has signed another deal with WWE. He will be sticking around. You know, he gave a, a quote, I forget to who, but he said, you know, he's sticking around for the foreseeable future unless Father Time finally catches up with him. What are your thoughts on the master of the 619 dropping the dime on a new WWE contract? Makes a lot of sense. He has his, his kid in there now, Dominic. You don't want to ruffle any feathers if you were to go somewhere else, not saying he's going to go to AEW or anything like that. But I mean, Ray Mysterio legend in the business, one of the most famous luchadors of all time. It makes sense. He's getting up there in age. He can still work to an extent. 
go get your paycheck, you know, be a legend. Yeah. He might not be treated with the respect that he should be in WWE, but uh, all in all, it's a good move. I think for both sides. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, it's fine. I mean, I, I don't see where, I mean, Ray could go over to uh he could go over to AEW, but I mean, I don't know. I think it's, this is the right place for him to be, right place for him to end his career. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's not really anything he can do. Like, he's done just everything in the business pretty much. Because, like, if he does want to go to AEW, it's almost like Jericho. You're kind of burning a bridge, and he has the added thing of Dominic being there as well. So I, I feel like that's really the big catalyst. I, I think even if Dominic wasn't a wrestler, I think Mysterio would still stay because it makes – political and money sense for him just to stay there work a lighter schedule and you know make make some good money you gotta make your money boo boo keeping up with the contract talk brandon what else happened well we have a release and this was a release that we came to find out a couple days ago but this actually happened last month lars sullivan has been released from wwe no word yet on exactly what the reasoning was uh vince it seemed like he still wanted to do things with him but Lars, I guess, is is out of WWE and just out in pro wrestling in general. He is not going to pursue a pro wrestling career after this. We don't need to go through all the trials and tribulations. He was on SmackDown a few months ago. Doing what happened? Kind of, he was, I don't know, he was doing those weird kind of sit-down interviews with Michael Cole. And then they did another one the week after and they kind of switched it up. And then he was gone. I didn't hear anything about an injury. We know he, he's dealt with some mental health issues, uh, you know, suffered from a severe anxiety attack when he first debuted. And then all the uh, the racial or not, the, well, I guess racial and homophobic things that was caught on the message boards. And then he also, I guess, slid into the DMs of some some woman that was not uh, too wanting of those uh, passes. But I think that's kind of I'm, I'm not saying that's the main reason. But that's kind of the latest issue that came up with Laura Sullivan in the past few months. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, Lars. Larsy. Lars. It's okay. Maybe he can reprise his role as Mitch or something. I don't know. I do remember when a San Jose NXT house show, I saw him for like the first time and I was actually quite impressed. I thought he could, he could do something, but I mean, he just kind of got in his way a little too much and not trying to throw any. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's kind of just the sad, sad story. It, it is kind of the, the sad, sad story, you know? Oh, my. Wait a second. Wait a second. What's going on? Brandon, is your time now? I guess it is my time now, but it's not John Cena's time. That's the last time you're going to hear that song for a while because there will be no John Cena at WrestleMania this year. He told, I believe, Sports Illustrated, or he told somebody that uh, he is filming currently in vancouver so he just cannot do anything with wwe at the moment because the whole quarantine rules you got to be uh, quarantined for two weeks if you want to get back into the country and that's just a whole uh you know mess trying to plan everything around there he is filming i believe for us hbo max uh series right now in canada and that's going up until july so we will see no john cena at WrestleMania, and we haven't seen him since last year's WrestleMania in that Firefly Funhouse. That kooky WrestleMania date announcement does not count. 
Absolutely. WWE is where all the big boys play. You guys missed the soundboard? I know you have. That's why I had to bring it back for today. No video, uh, but we got a soundboard. Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. We're like cheap heat. No no video, but we have a soundboard. Shout out Peter Rosenberg, 24-7 champion. Oh, uh, look, you know, I, I miss John. I love John. He, As you people have seen for numerous weeks and months, he's plastered behind me uh, with that giant centerpiece in my room. Look, um, he, he's... Uh, he's earned the right to, you know, kind of step away and do these other things, move into Hollywood. He could say that he's become the thing that he hated and despised and talked all that crap about when uh, with Dwayne and uh, all that stuff that happened years ago. But I mean, hey, John will be back and, you know, he'll have an, an, another little run. You know, he'll come back for a few months, do some stuff, leave and uh, come back again when the time is right. You know, he's earned that right. He, excuse me. He has 100 percent. He, he, I mean, he like he was on top for like 15 years. That's a longer run than than Hogan on top theoretically. That's Austin's run was only like five or six. The same with Rock on top, legit on top. He so, only missed a few dates, you know, sporadically due to injuries and some some filming of the movies. He's only 43 years old, gonna be 44 this year. So, you know, still in his mid 40s. It's you, you still think for the next maybe 10 years he can flirt and you know come back in and out with the WWE if he wants to I, I still don't see him being like the rock but he's had enough success right now that he doesn't need to go back to WWE like he's in some major roles right now he is in some major roles right now and I'm, I'm happy for John uh you know but uh I I do want to see the, the the champ come back with the with, with the cut to uh rock the house and 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 uh you know, get the people chanted. Let's go see the scene. sucks. I, I, I want to get Cena back for, for, for a nice little bit before he decides to hang up the, the Pumas or whatever he's wrestling in the Reebok pump it ups. You will see Cena, I believe on Super Bowl Sunday, you will see him in a Mountain Dew commercial. So stay tuned for that. Wow. That's great. Brandon on this day. Do you see clearly what a bitter place and a broken dream, but you leave it all, you leave it all behind. Mm -hmm. We heard that music on Wednesday because we had Edge make his, I believe, debut on NXT yesterday. His wife, Beth Phoenix, color commentator, she is back in the booth. And Edge just uh, came out. Well, he had a little meeting with William Regal. That was a fun little uh, little backstage thing we saw for a few minutes. But uh, Finn Balor and Pete Dunne have a match at Vengeance Day uh, in about uh, next week or in a week and a half, something like that on valentine's day and they are building towards that edge came out and just kind of teasing the fact that he won the royal rumble he can choose to face whomever he wants just like how charlotte chose rhea ripley last year he never won the nxt title so he's just gonna wait with bated breath and maybe if he hasn't chosen anything by then he could go the nxt route i don't see this happening i think it was just kind of a fun little one-off beth's there edge is there might as well you know pop a little bit of a rating especially with the big AEW show this week. It made sense, but I don't really see anything going forward with this. Uh, it, it, it was just a pop of rating, absolutely. But uh, it, was, it was a nice little pop of rating. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, and I, I, liked his, I liked his promo. Like, I've never had that, you know? So I'm going to be watching this very, very carefully. And he put them over so well. You know, he talked about how he sees a lot of himself in Pete Dunne and, uh, you know, how in, in uh, NXT – you know, when it comes to WWE in general, the main roster really focuses on the E, but 
NXT, they focus on that second W, and there's the fire and the passion in their eyes when they're out there wrestling and performing and just going toe-to-toe with each other. And I, I, I really enjoyed that, you know? And it, 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 say, it, I am dumb, and when he said the second letter, I thought he meant of NXT, and I was like, what does the X stand for in NXT? <laughs> it stands for X generation. Yes, maybe, but I do agree with you. I did like how he put up how, how he put both of them over, uh, saying that Finn Balor, you know, there's just very few people that you see in the zone he's in right now, and it's special to watch. So, um, you know, he he's go he's going in there. He's not going to do anything, but at least I think he added something overall to this feud and to both the wrestlers. Absolutely. All right, should we get to the outside of the ring? Or no, no, no. The the this day in wrestling, because on this day we still do see clearly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, ECW uh, double tables. Taz and Sabu defeated Public Enemy to win the ECW Tag Team Championships. Tori Wilson made her WCW debut on Thunder in 1999. Uh, you have Terry Gold defeat Danger to win back the uh, Woman of Wrestling Championship at Unleashed in 2001. I believe there was a Raw on this day in 2002, and uh, Jazz won the woman's title. You also have Velocity 2003. You have John Cena versus Daniel Bryan. Or the prototype versus Brian Danielson. All right, what else do we have? What else do we have here? Uh, SmackDown, you have Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin defeat Los Guerreros to win the Tag Team Championship in 2003. 2005, William Regal and Tajiri defeat Le Renaissance to win the Tag Team titles on Raw. You have Triple H defeat Edge to retain the world title on Raw in 2005. Uh, you also have Chris Jericho versus CM Punk on this day. For 2013's Monday Night Raw, some may say this is the best match they ever had against each other. That's an unpopular opinion, but we don't know. Randy Orton defeats Christian Cage in a non-title match on SmackDown in 2014. This was leading up to WrestleMania 30, when Randy Orton was the undisputed world's champion. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, We also have some birthdays. So happy birthday to Damian Priest and Chris Sabin, who are 39 years old. Happy birthday to those guys. It's not on the script, but I'm going to bring it up anyways. Damian Priest getting the Bad Bunny rub. I know, Philip, not the biggest fan of Bad Bunny, but I do like how they are using, you know, this mega famous Latino star to kind of give a little bit of the rub to Damian Priest. And he's not defined down yet. We, we shall see. But uh, I think it was a good first step, and there were rumblings. Maybe we see Bad Bunny in a ring at WrestleMania. Absolutely not. Nobody wants. Oh my God. Oh my God. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see any of that, man. Why would you say that? I mean, did you not see how graceful he was jumping off the top rope? Oh, I mean, it was it was great. Fan mail. Who do you four twenty? Who do you? Uh, he says, "Damn, I love the Rumble. Happy with who won." And Edge delivered a great promo Monday night to Drew McIntyre. Hopefully, he picks him. Oh yeah, man. I'd, I'd love to see that. Uh, I think that was I think that was really it. Do we uh we just go over to the Instagram to see if uh Mr. X wrote it wrote us some things. Let's see. Dun, Mailbag dun, dun, dun. is light today. It is light today. Very very light, boys. Very light. Oh, uh Jay from the Rudos podcast says the uh, forbidden portal has been open. Talking about talking about what happened on AEW. We we are going to talk about that. All right, and brightest day X. Mr. X. Yes. Uh, while it was cool to see Edge win the Rumble, should they have used uh, this as an opportunity to elevate a performer like Mustafa Ali or, in a perfect world, Cesaro? 
I mean, they could have. They could have, but would you – I mean, let's be honest. Who would really want to see Mustafa Ali in the main event of WrestleMania now at this point? I mean, he's saying some good stuff on uh, – like talking about the older guys and whatnot, but I'm like, you know, no. Nobody wants to see Retribution in the main event of a show. I mean, a lot of the people we kind of guessed would be in that mix. I mean, the only one that really kind of stood out would be your pick of Keith Lee. I've kind of elevated New Star, but all the ones – that I had in my head were like the big established names, Dana Bryan, you know, uh, Braun Strowman, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, you know, all the big, big top names. And I think that just kind of shows that WWE just doesn't really prepare and doesn't have any people that they could elevate to, you know, get them to that next level into that main event spot where you can realistically see people care about that match, whether it be against Drew or Roman, if we get there. And I think Edge, with all the possibilities, I think I'm leaning towards him going more towards SmackDown and face Roman. But I do like the possibilities that he can go any which way. And I think Edge is a good pick. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Kenta and AEW, is work is a working relationship with the NJPW finally happening? Or is this just a one-off for his match with Mox? We'll talk about that once we get to AEW. All right. And last up, if this deal with Peacock doesn't work out... uh. Or if the streaming service winds up going under, does WWE simply uh, bring back the network as if it was, or would they have simply something else in mind? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Well, technically, for everyone else outside the United States, the network isn't changing. It's everyone outside is going to still have the same network. So I would assume they're going to still have that same infrastructure in place internationally, and just adding the the US 1.1 1.2 million people. That's pretty much what they're going to do. And I, and I honestly would not be shocked if we see Peacock, you know, go under within the next, in that five-year deal. Really? I mean, I mean it's, it's hot right now. But you, talk, but you talked about how everyone who has Xfinity gets a free subscription. They have a free service. They talk about having 25 million subscribers. It's not paid subscribers. It's kind of what, what WWE does with their, their stockholders saying, oh, we have all these number of subscribers, but they have all the different uh you know one month free trials the three month trials come back and have this free whatever and so i mean peacock and it's like peacock i don't see them like putting out any new original shows which i think is really what's gonna want people to watch hbo max i think is doing a good job disney plus is doing a good job netflix is always going to be there and so i think peacock is kind of like a distant fourth at this point yeah yeah i mean we'll we'll, we'll have to wait and see what we'll the truly wait and see I mean, um, should they have just gone to ESPN Plus? I mean, they could have, but NBC already has the relationship with the USA and WWE. They probably were willing to pay a lot more money. And we even saw with the McGregor fight, ESPN Plus might not be ready for that many people just kind of storming their site at one time. Oh, okay. Okay. All righty root. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw, actually. Wow, right? Wow, yeah. All right, so Drew McIntyre comes out. He cuts a promo congratulating Edge on winning the Royal Rumble, giving him all these compliments. Edge comes out there and is like, dude, what the hell are you doing? What's wrong with you? I won the Royal Rumble last night. I am a threat to you. Do you not understand that? I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Edge has been doing just, I think, fantastic work on the mic. In the ring, I, I, I think he's doing a great job as well, but I think he's really carrying it on the microphone 
on Raw last week and even on NXT yesterday. I think Edge, I don't know if it's the acting that he's been doing that's gotten him better, but I mean, the, the facials, the mannerisms that he has are just fantastic. And as I said, I think he's going to Roman. I think we're going to see him on SmackDown and whether it's, you know, gets pushed up on Friday or in the next coming weeks. But yeah, I, think I think this was a good first step here. I think he's supposed to be on SmackDown tomorrow night. So that hey, hitting all, all three shows in, in the same week that only a couple people have done that. that that's really cool. Um, so here's my thought. Would he challenge Roman? Let's say he does challenge Roman, but he, he simply says, no, I want it to be for the title that I never lost. And he brings back the big gold. I don't think that's the way they're going to go. I think they're just going to go why, down the road. Of, why, why not? I used to be the SmackDown champion. I, why not? Why not? I mean, you could. I mean, w- w- I mean, would you be upset if they brought back the big gold? Would you be mad? No. Less titles, the better. Look, okay. I mean, if they if they if Do, they just straight up replaced it with if they replaced the universal title with the big gold, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that, that's, introducing that's what... it as like a different thing. No, 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 no. We're not we're not doing that. No, no, no. The universal title get, it gets thrown in the trunk with all the other old titles, and then we bring back the big gold. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But that's a WCW title, Philip. Okay, it was a WWE title for a long but time. But it started WCW, and that's just wrestling. So, so, we're not wrestling anymore. We're a sports entertainment. We're a publicly traded company. But it's a world championship. Why, why can't we do that? Because we're a publicly traded company now. Uh, we're a publicly traded company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Skunks. Okay. Um, um, Sheamus turns on uh, Drew McIntyre. Shocking. We did not see this coming whatsoever. Uh, interesting. I, I With them going to it so quickly after the rubble, I don't see them pulling this all the way into WrestleMania unless I do like a legit like beatdown or something where maybe Sheamus is written off or they're suspended or something. I, I mean, I don't know where they go because Drew cut the promo right after and said, you know, you want the match, you got it. I, I think we're going to get that, you know, next couple months and then maybe Drew faces off somebody else at WrestleMania. Braun, Mustafa uh, Ali, I don't know. I mean, uh, let me let me think what's happening. So we 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 do have the uh, the elimination chambers coming up in a few weeks here. Uh, so it's actually in two weeks. So what we could do, we could have Drew and Sheamus wrestle at that pay per view for the title, and then we have a qualifying match. This let, this is hypothetically Edge picks who he wants by then. Excuse me, and then we have a qualifying match or a, a chamber match, and winner faces the other champion. So we would have a raw chamber match. Yeah, this is the if Edge picks Roman, but then what, what about the whole Daniel Bryan thing? Where, where does that factor in? I don't know, and I'm also not throwing out the the possibility that Keith Lee was supposed to win the win the Royal Rumble, but the whole Mia Yim COVID thing just kind of threw it for a loop. You see, you see, I, I, I think that's what was supposed to happen. My personal opinion, I think that was what was supposed to happen. Yeah. But also before then, Keith Lee's been kind of mysteriously gone, so I don't know what's going on with him. Um, they were they were setting him up for a big rumble when that's what was going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edge Edge defeated Randy Orton on Raw after Alexa Bliss had black stuff coming out of her mouth. Pause. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the match was fine. 
uh, I, I would assume this is kind of like the final, I mean, the final chapter for now until there's a, another sequel later on. But uh, I mean, they got just so many things going on at one point with Edge and the Rumble and then Randy with Bray. I think they just kind of, you know, put the, you know, address the elephant to the room, have Edge and Orton go one-on-one. I think I would have liked it better if they just had Edge beat Randy straight up because he is the Rumble winner. He is going to face a champion at WrestleMania. Just have him win another distraction finish really. And then just having Alexa do more creepy things. That's, that's just what they do, I guess. And then even going back to Alexa versus Nikki, just good God. I know Nikki isn't what Nikki isn't what she used to be compared to last year where they were like leaning on her to fill a lot of television time, but they just made her look so dumb and every, yeah, it was, it was bad. Hey, you know, it's, it's okay. She'll, she'll be all right. She'll, I, I don't, I can't, I don't think she'll bounce back, but it was a nice, uh, nice bow to put as I tie the bow. You see, oh, you can't see cause you know, there's no video cause I'm upset, but, uh, yeah, it was a nice bow to put on the rivalry of edge and Randy Orton and edge did a great job at the promo on Monday. Like I need to put you behind me. I need to put you in the rear view mirror because I'm headed to WrestleMania to face the champion of my choice, you know? So hey man, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. You know I'm excited. We, WWE has those spells where it's just not good for a while, but the Rumble hat hits, and then we get some pretty solid TV up until Mania. And then the closer it gets to Mania, they really ramp it up. And then there's that little bit of a drip after Mania. We get a little bit of spike uh, at a uh, Money in the Bank it goes back down. We we get to Survivor. We get to uh, SummerSlam. Nice spike. You know there's there there are these hips. That's why we stick around. Because we know in about a couple month or so it's going to be good. Could it be good all the time? We hope. We hope so. We really do. But uh, no, no, it's not. But uh, I, I will say raw. It wasn't perfect, but it, I would say it was it, probably better than it, it has been in it, months. It, it was an improvement. And SmackDown went down last week. I was like, oh no, 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 no. But uh, yeah. So um, let's talk about AEW. I don't mind. There was a battle royal to determine who will face. The tag team champions consisting of Matt and Nick Jackson. They are a couple of young bucks. Brandon, who won this? Well, we had Chris Jericho and MJF winning. Yes, the inner circle. They had three teams in there, and they ended up winning. Uh, Sammy accidentally, on purpose, maybe gets eliminated by Chris Jericho. Jericho hits the uh, Judas effect on one of the top flight guys. Uh, the Young Bucks, the I mean, not the big, big story, but kind of, I would say the top story out of everything was if they win, they can challenge whoever they want. And they didn't even really make it to the end. Matt gets eliminated pretty early. Nick gets eliminated kind of midway, mid late into the match. So that was kind of just written off real quick. And then it was mainly focused around Luchasaurus getting built up. And then finally, the inner circle kind of turmoil and MJ are. MJF and Jericho winning, challenging the Young Bucks eventually. We also got a little promo with everyone in their locker room or their little area, and they kind of talked about it. So I thought Jericho and MJF were supposed to be the official team for the inner circle. Yes, they, they won that match, right? So why are the other teams in the inner circle in this tag team match? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, you can be the official like the, I don't know. If the official team, if you're the official team, you should be the only team in the group. Take it up with the commission. You know, you know what I'm saying. You, you, you know what I mean. Like, 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 like. If, let's say the NWO and did the, like an official team. You're you're not gonna have 
Mr. Perfect and Hogan teaming together when 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 Scott Hall and Nash are the official tag team, or you're not going to have Virgil and 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 Big Papa Pump tag together, just doesn't make any sense. Well, Virgil was never in the NWO. That was he Vincent. Would, he would, Vince Vincent. My my bad, my bad, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what I mean. You know you know what I mean. Overall, I thought the the match was was fine. I did kind of wonder why they wrote out like they wrote out the Young Bucks so early because that was such a big deal. I think going into the match, but I mean there was some good action. The Dark Order got a lot of shine, so that was kind of fun to see. But uh, I mean, kind of good action, but it didn't really you know jump off the page as much as maybe the last match on the show did. Absolutely, uh, Britt Baker, Doctor Britt Baker, DMD. She defeats Thunder Rosa. Solid little match between the two. Yeah, I I uh, very much enjoyed this match. I think Britt Baker has shown that when she gets a story that she can really sink her teeth into, she did it with Big Swole. She has it with this. Uh, that you know she might not be the best women's wrestler, but I think when you have her in a very uh, you know a good storyline, that it can kind of carry it and it can have a really good match. I think Thunder Rosa is definitely a a good dance partner for her. The finish. You know, leaves a little bit to be desired. Thunder Rosa bouncing off the exposed turnbuckle, uh, gets the KO tap out with the the lockjaw. Is that what her? Uh, yes, it, yes finishes it is, called. It is a lockjaw, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I mean, they also announced the participants in the women's eliminator tournament. Uh, a lot of the Japanese wrestlers I do not know, so that's going to be fun to see. And then a lot of the women are the American side. Uh, we have Riho, which we haven't seen in a while, uh, Taikanti, Anna Jay, you know, a lot of the regular people on AEW. Wait, wait, wait. But Riho and Taikanti aren't American. But they are based out of America. Because I think the reasoning is what. I've heard is that some match is going to take place in Japan. So I'd assume the Japanese side is going to take place in Japan oh, and the okay. American matches will take oh, place on dynamite. Okay. So on the Canadian side for the TNT title, like I, I'm going to be wrestling up there, right? Exactly. Okay. 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 You got to quarantine gonna, for two weeks. With ab- absolutely. You're going to be my manager. You're going to, you're going to walk me to the ring. I was going to say I was going to grab a tennis racket, but then that's, you know, Jim Cornette. And I was going to grab a baseball bat, but then that's Chris Jericho. I mean, it's what kind sting, of weapon, you know, like, uh, what kind of weapon can I use? I don't know what it would. You, you like hockey, right? You get a hockey stick. Canada. It makes sense. There we go. It make. There we go. How about like You're, a curling brush? I, you can do whatever you want. A back scratcher. Back, you know, like that episode of Family Guy. Back scratcher. Back scratcher. No, we're not doing I'll, that. I'll, I'll just go back to the hockey stick. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was a star roller hockey champion back in my day. Back in his day, all those years ago, you know, he 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 was he was in his prime. I know? learned not to eat celery, carrots, and ranch that has been out in the sun for too too long. Bad recipe. Oh. Don't oh. do that, ladies and gentlemen. Oh God, you you got the bubble guts. You bubble will pay gut. the price the next day. Bubble gut boys, huh? Oh God. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Oh God! Oh Jesus! Uh, Hangman Adam Page and Matt Hardy defeat Chaos Project. Yes, that did happen. Uh, how do you feel? That's all we can ask for. How do you feel about it? Kind of weird, as I said. You know, Page trying to get recruited right after right after he already turned a recruitment down. I'm holding. I I feel like I say this a little too much with AEW. I'm holding out hope that it'll get better, but I kind of wish they just drop it and Page can just kind of do his own thing, but. When you have Kenny doing his thing, he can't go after Darby because he's a face. I don't know exactly where else Paige can turn to unless it is like 
I mean, Hangman Page against Miro, just kind of throwing something out there seems like a lot of fun. But I don't know if that's the direction they'll go. Let's just get another championship in the company and give it to him. Back the bring the big gold. No, no, they don't have the rights to that. So they big back the bring gold. They, they, they can't do that. They can't do that. Maybe a drinking championship or maybe, you know what? Maybe he wins the BTE championship and just brings it on TV. Can we do that? Are we allowed to do that? He has to beat Sammy Guevara for it now. Oh, Sammy Guevara is the new BTE champion. It's no longer Johnny Hungy. No longer Johnny Hungy because Sammy, Sammy Guevara knows how to kick a field goal. Hello. All right. There was a wedding on um, AEW. And ladies and gentlemen, I actually watched a Miro segment. I actually watched this. Brandon, how do you feel about this? Um, uh, Sinister Minister. That, that was a fun little cameo. Uh, Kip and Penelope looked, looked very nice. They were all dressed up, you know, looked lovely. Uh, that's about it. That's all I got to say. You know, everyone looked nice. They weren't dressed up. Got a little Phil Collins action midway through the promo, which... Can, can you feel it coming in the air tonight? A little, little, little weird detour, but, you know, it's whatever. Um, I, I You know, when... Uh, what the hell is his name? Miro started talking. I'm like, oh, is he going to turn on him? Is he finally going to do something interesting? But no! Just some more of the same old-ish. Blah, blah, blah. Into the cake. There's Orange Cassidy. Chuck tries to emancipate himself. I don't... What are we doing here? This was a waste of time. This was a waste of time. They did the fake out with the with the gift. And I was like, okay, they're going to do something different. They're not going to have someone in the... Because I thought the exact same thing. There's a there's a big old present. Someone's... Orange Cassidy's going to be in there. And then he wasn't. I was like, okay, maybe they're going to do something different. But then they do the whole handcuff to the ring, to the ring post, and then Orange Cassidy comes out of the cake. So it was just a swerve, bro, to get to the exact same finish you thought you were going to get in the first place. Yeah, that, why are they doing this? Why Why are they doing this? Tell me why. Tell me why. Why? Seriously, bro, I don't want to know. Why when is you... when is when is Miro gonna get out of this? And um, like, who do we put the blame on? Is it Miro and Kip? Like, is this all they're doing? Is it one of the EVPs? I like this is by far and away the worst stuff. And like, the best friends have been in good stuff when they were with Santana and Ortiz. So it's not like. Everything they touch is crap. Um, honestly, man, I'm looking. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, Miro's so boring that I'm yawning. Jesus, oh my god. Mm. Um, can we blame? Can we blame the guy that owns the company because he signed off on this shit? I mean, ultimately, the uh, you know the blame lies on the people at the top. If we're gonna blame Vince for everything, might as well blame Tony for this. Um, yeah, there we go. There we go. Huh. Uh, Lance Archer defeats Eddie Kingston. Everybody dies, Brandon. Everybody dies. Lance Archer gets the win. Nothing, you know, too spectacular about this kind of hard-hitting lumberjack match. So we got the, you know, the typical stuff on the outside. But Lance gets the win as he should. Maybe shouldn't have lost last week, but a lot of outside interference. But he gets the win here. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. It happened. All right, Shaq and Jade versus Cody and Red Velvet announced for March 3rd, 2021. Yep, that is going to happen. They ran the little clip of Shaq on Inside the NBA, and it was almost kind of my worst fears. They kind of played for laughs 
Shaq having a good time kind of showing his, uh, was it like the black tornado or something when it's just pretty much a juice effect. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's Shaq. He's a big name. He's going to do something which maybe will, will help the company overall, but tonally and just kind of the story overall, it's just kind of having a celebrity match for the sake of having a celebrity match. But I will say, they ran a little promo hype package, or I don't even know what I would call it, but just kind of showing Jade working out, squatting four plates. She looked like a badass, and I thought that was a fantastic little video package they had for her. Brandon, what's your favorite celebrity match? Or what's the best celebrity match of all time? Is it Snooki? Is it Kevin Federline? Do we know? Do we know? I think the Snooki one is really good. I, I, I mean, probably you got to go with the classic WrestleMania one. Oh, the Snooki wow. one is is very very surprised about how decent it was. Okay, okay, okay. No, uh, no, uh. Oh, oh god. Stephen Amell stuff is good too. Stephen Amell stuff is. Can, can we just say he probably the best one? All in with Christopher Daniels. That was a pretty probably. good. That was a pretty good match. Probably, I'd also say David Arquette, but I would maybe just categorize David Arquette as like an actual wrestler now. But I mean, I mean, come on, I mean, he he celebrity that went on to win the world title you know that doesn't happen every day you know luckily it doesn't happen every day it's like when reagan went on to become president you know a celebrity holding a a very high office a celebrity holding a very a very uh high honor championship but at least reagan was you know the the leader of the screen actors guild or whatever then he became governor then he became president you know he worked his way up like everybody else does not like the other celebrities who just jump right in just exactly. get, just get there i mean who who would do such a thing jesse ventura oh yeah sorry that's who i was thinking of yes yes though the body yeah yes nobody else though that's who uh, <laughs> all right ftr cut a promo they talk about how they've been barred from ringside how they're upset so they kidnap uh marco stunt I thought it was good. You know, they kind of do the whole woe is me heel promo and then they kind of turn and uh, kidnap Marco Stunt. I know that might turn the baby faces in a lot of a lot of circles, but um, good stuff. And I am enjoying what they're doing with FTR and Jurassic Express. Oh, woe is me. Sorry. All right. Uh, Bullet Club. Bullet Club. Can he, did Kenny get new music? Did they have new music when they walked out? I feel like it was different. Uh, it was different. I don't. I would assume that's just because it was Kenny is, the Good Brothers. Or is that the Good Brothers song? I don't know. It may be. I don't know. I have no idea. But the Impact Tag Team Champions, the Good Brothers, and the AEW World Champion Kenny Omega defeat Pac, Phoenix, and Jonathan Moxley in the main event of AEW Dynamite. Mm-hmm. fantastic six-man tag you know all six of these guys can go athletic. it was fun it was fun athletic as all hell and uh as we would have assumed ray phoenix takes the pinfall loss here but it was a whole lot of fun in the meantime absolutely it was a whole lot of fun but what happened after whoo, go to sleep baby jonathan moxley went to sleep last night brennan has he woken up yet do we know i hope so what happened well, Kenta, the challenger for John Mox's IWGP United States Championship, he's been holding on to that briefcase for a long time. He made his debut on AEW, and he just goes and attacks John Mox. I don't want to say I told you so, but I did talk about this possibly at the beginning of the whole Bullet Club reunion that maybe they were trying to soften up 
John Moxley for Kenta. Little Bullet Club tease there. So I don't want to, you know, don't want to toot my own horn, but shout out on Anderson to toot. But uh, very intriguing. I know we had some emailers about it. People are speculating is this going to be a full fledged uh, New Japan AEW connection partnership? I don't know. I want to temper expectations. I want to just call us a one off for now. But we do have a big, big tag team match next week. It's going to be Kenny Omega and Kenta taking on John Moxley and Lance Archer. Lance Archer made the save at the end. Big, big match. That's going to be a lot of fun. What does this, is this mean? More New Japan stuff? I really hope so. I think New Japan and AEW definitely, definitely need to work, to, not need to work together, but both can benefit greatly from it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, what's going to happen with, with all these guys. This should be a great tag match next week. I can't, I can't, I can't wait for it. What about yourself? Are, are you excited? You I am so- very excited. I mean, if if we can get fans back, you know, in the fall time in New J- or even like next year in New Japan and AEW run a super show like All In, like as big as what All In was, I think that can be a, a really big deal. But politically, as I said in the past, I don't know what the finishes are going to be. Don't don't tease me like that, Brandon. You know what? You, you know, I love big super shows. You know, I loved All In. It was what, a what's, what, OK. What's uh, what's one match you want to see? I'm uh, gonna book the whole card, but just give me a match. Are we talking like so? We're talking AW Japan and uh, Impact all together. I mean, if you want to throw Impact in there, I guess. Uh, okay, actually, you know, let's not do Impact. Um. Oh man, I'm, I I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm I'm really trying to think. You know, maybe I'm try, just trying to think of like who, who's crazy or whatever. Uh, Babyface Pac against heel Will Ospreay. Okay, I was I wanted to to see like Ishi like go against like Pentagon or something. I don't just 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 for me because I just want to see that because I think that would be nice. Orange Cassidy versus Yano. I I, I knew you were about to say that. Make it happen. No, 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 no. Let's not do that. Can we th- Darby Allen versus Hiromu Takahashi. Oh my God. Oh, oh, oh I mean, the, the Young Bucks versus uh, the Gorillas of Destiny. Talk about this fake Bullet Club, real Bullet Club stuff. Come on. That that writes itself. You want to get Jay White want, versus Kenny Omega. Well, I was going to say, if you want to get Hangman Page over, you go Jay White versus Page. That's uh, you know what? You, you could do that. That, that, that. that would be interesting. That'd be very interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm actually all for I'm all for all of that. And we haven't even talked about an Okada match. That's we haven't even. We haven't. How even loaded about. both these lineups are. You're, you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, Brandon. All right. I think is that is that, uh, is that it? Can we can, can we start wrapping it up here? Start wrapping it up on the old bullet cast. I don't think we got your opinion, Philip. Are we going to get a full blown connection? Uh, you know what? I mean, I mean, you. It's possible, man. It's possible. I mean, Japan Impact. Uh. Uh, NWA, you can even throw AAA because I know Kenny's their champion. All those promotions were featured in this one episode of Dynamite. So it's possible if we can make it happen. I'm all for it, man. I, I love to see these connections. It, it's gonna it's gonna be a renaissance like the old territory days, or you know, just back when companies used to work with each other. I'm excited. I don't know what's gonna happen. I honestly don't. We have to wait and see. But uh, we are gonna start wrapping it up. Superstar Spotlight. Who do you got? Who do you got? Kenta. 
has to be Kenta making a run in, becoming a uh, a, 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 a a an internet worthy name in the last twenty four hours. And I will go with my mother's favorite wrestler, Mister Edge. He's been all over the damn. Just like what Philip says, we're all over the damn place. Edge is all over the damn place. He was on Royal Rumble. He was on Raw. He's on NXT. He's probably gonna be on SmackDown, and he's doing great work on all four shows. Why is Edge your mother's favorite wrestler? I don't think I've ever heard the story of why. Because he is. She just likes the way he looks. We don't objectify athletes on this podcast. I'm not. I'm saying like like the, the scruff and the tags. But yes. Oh, okay, okay. You know, Edge is in my mother's top five. Could you could you guess who my mom's favorite is, Brandon? Is it Roman? It is. You know who it used to be? John Cena. Yes, yes. Once Roman showed up on the scene, she bumped John down. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know, who's your mom's top five, Brandon? Do we know? It's Edge. Okay. Edge. Edge. Edge and Edge. Edge and Edge. My mom's, it goes Roman, John, Randy, Edge, Kofi. I think we'll throw a Daniel Bryan in there. Throw a, your mom's a Daniel Bryan guy mm-hmm. or person. Big Toto Bella fan. Big Toto. Absolutely. You know, my, my mother, she was big on the Bellas also. She was. Uh, is our promo match? Is our match pick of the week? And now? Jimmy Uso, right? That's the one married to Naomi. Yes, yes, yes. Jimmy Uso, he gave me a quarter. I still have it. There you go. Yes. Nice guy. Nice fella. You know, when we come back, I'll, I'll, I'll show you guys the quarter. All right, we'll come back to video, of course. All right, uh, promo pick of the week. Brandon, what is it? Well, we talked about Yokozuna on the documentary. One of his big-time rivals was The Undertaker, and they are building towards a casket match, I believe, at Survivor Series. And The Undertaker is building a casket for Yokozuna. Go up on the YouTube. You can find this out. It's just kind of kooky and weird. It's from WWF Superstars. You have uh, almost like Paul Heyman. You had Paul Bear introducing us and we kind of go to a kamala casket we gotta go throughout and he's just kind of doing his old spooky oh yes that was a terrible paul bear but i did it anyways and then we <laughs> put to the undertaker and then he's like rest in peace that's all it is oh yes is that what you were going for there we go that's much better hey you know what i did that once and no lie dude not only did the lights cut out in my house like the whole block had a blackout as soon as I did that. It was kind of weird because like Bear had like just, it was like the same week he died, so I hit that and then I, <clears throat> I I was scared, man. I was like, you oh. summoned you summoned him. I know. I was like, oh my god, oh Jesus, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, people. All right, our uh, close match pick of the week, Big Van Vader. It's time. It's time. It's Vader time. He goes up against Ric Flair for the WCW World Championship at Starcade 1993 on December 26th. This is arguably the best. This is probably the best <laughs> Starcade main event in the whole decade. I mean, people have people have you know they've they've talked about how all the other ones just haven't been good, and this was Ric Flair's first retirement match. Out of out of about about four. Yeah, he had one. Well, technically, wasn't that entire run up to the. Oh no! This Michaels is the- match. Technically, those are all retirement matches. Oh, uh, eh? I you could say that, but I mean, we're, we're talking about this is this. No, actually, no. This isn't the first one. The, the, this is the second one because he had the retirement match on Raw with uh, Mister Perfect earlier this this, year, this same year. So one, two, 
this is like this is the first bunch. That's what I'm getting at. And it's it's nice, man. You know, you see Harley Race, the multiple time world champion, accompanying Vader out to the ring. Vader just looked like a star when he had Harley by his side. All right. Harley Race, fantastic wrestler and also a really good manager as well. Ric Flair kind of on the back end of his uh prime i would say i mean and then vader's still doing his thing it is kind of a shame you see what he did in japan and in wcw and then just for whatever reason just kind of didn't translate to when he was in the wwf i don't know vader vader should have won that world title too yep 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 all that world title that was on the line of this match was actually at starcast when we when we were there brandon for the uh you know you could take a photo with Mm. Yeah, remember we can do those things. Those are fun. Yeah, I know. We'll we'll get back to it eventually. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna do it for us. Follow us on uh, Twitter at Bulletcast, Instagram the Bulletcast, YouTube channel the Bulletcast, emails Bulletcast two is in the number two suite SWT at gmail.com. Uh, 104.7 FM KAPU in Watsonville every Friday night from 11 p.m. to midnight. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Spotify, Patreon. We're all over the damn place. We will be back next week to talk wrestling we will be back next sunday night also to give our recap for nxt takeover vengeance day it's gonna be a hell of a lot of fun why did they just call it saint valentine's day massacre because that's a bad thing that happened one time i mean but wwe did it but you know we are a publicly traded company now well, that's right that's, 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 I'm, when did they become publicly traded i want the actual year when did this actually happen? Because two thousand. Oh, okay. If it, okay, then so they If if that's the case, then they weren't publicly traded when they when they were able to do that. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Okay. I got this. I got this. Okay. Got okay. This. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. When did WWF go public? Oh, August third, nineteen ninety nine. So very long. Oh, ninety nine. Oh, okay. So it it happened a couple months. Oh, that's right. The Roku channel is going to have uh, New Japan World. I forgot, ladies and gentlemen, that premieres on February eleventh. You know, you'll get uh, streaming. You know, you get a a weekly one hour TV program every Thursday in America, Canada, and the UK. Woo! Are you happy? I maybe need to get a Roku now. Yeah. Especially now since Peacock isn't on the Fire Stick, I guess I need to get Roku. Yeah, I have Roku. It's it's great, Brandon. I mean, you'll you'll love it. You'll love it. It it's it, it's absolutely amazing. It's absolutely phenomenal. All right, guys, that is going to do it for us. Stay clean, stay strong, stay safe, stay quarantined. Diamonds are forever. So is the microphone inside. When your face is in the dirt, you'll know your death is what I seek. We are the elite, and you are the This has been the broadcast. Thank you for listening.